0: That skill. I'm Clayton lengel
1: I'm Derek Neighbors. And today we're talking about value. So, Clayton, you kind of brought this up earlier. What, it, what kind of context were you, uh, were you talking about value?
0: Well, I brought it up because Derek and I were talking about it. Actually, Derek and Jade and I were talking about it. Um, Actually, Derek, Jade, and half of Twitter, and Clayton were talking about yes. it. Yes. <laughs> I think the core of it is everyone talks about value, and it's kind of like this litmus test, right? You can, if you go to the like, Scrum user group and someone's talking about something the way that you can make it seem like you know what you're talking about is if you say something like well i just focus on delivering value to the customer and then everyone's like oh, i heard that once in an article or i read that in a book so this guy knows what he's talking about <laughs> yeah, but I then know. it's like we have, like so you scratch a little bit and then like what, what you know what's if you peel back the onion what do you get kind of thing more value
2: well so- it's because the quality conversation ran out of gas. So it used to, <laughs> used to be quality, and then once people realized that, like, crap, that, that ship don't sail anymore, they the to, to value. Um, I actually think a lot of it was lean startup. Um, so all the lean startup stuff came out, and it was really pushing from a product perspective value. So um, I think when you're talking technical excellence, uh, the word that everybody uses is quality, right when you start to talk about product ownership or product management or uh you know the product side of things it's all about value right my my question you know was simple i thought but apparently questions piss people off and that is what is value because i i don't know i mean i hear it said so much that it's like that void word that has no real meaning
0: so what if you go with the easy answer which i think maybe um like, the easy thing to measure is money. So uh, value is when I make more money. Or, like, if I add a feature, it makes more money. And that's probably a good starting point.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the, the lean folks probably come from that lineage that really says, you know, value is that which makes you money, that which saves you money, um, or those things that help you discover how to make or save money. And I think that that's not a bad A bad definition, but what if you were working in an industry where money is not the end goal or, um, you know, how do you deal with things like um, customer satisfaction or delight or some of the other elements That I think are important. I guess maybe you could push those back to, you know, well, those dry, you know, if your customers are happy, they refer people. And if they refer people, that makes you money. Therefore, you know, indirectly, you're really just talking about, you know, making more money. But I think the problem is, I don't think people are having those conversations. They just say, like, yeah, well, it's, you know, I'm going to map my value stream and I'm going to provide a whole lot of value and your user stories have to have a value clause. But then, when you say like, okay, like what is it that you guys value? Uh, uh, um, uh, value. Um, I'm just talking value. Come on, man, value.
1: Right. I guess. I guess it's kind of specific to your vision, right? Because like, if your vision, for example, is to make a huge impact in the world, money may be totally irrelevant.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I I think you know, in you know, Ron Jeffries, you know, I think kind of put it is it, it's what makes you happy. Um, I mm. think that that's a, a fairly reasonable. Answer from a vin, a zen kind of state, right? Who, like who's you in this context? Like, like, like value is what makes. Uh, people happy, right? Because if you're making your customers happy, they're going to give you money, or they're going to do whatever you know you, you're trying to drive them to do. And if you're happy doing what you want, you get the personal satisfaction that what you're doing is meaningful and has a purpose and everything else. And so I think that, that that's like, but I think that's oversimplified, right? So, um, you know, can you imagine if people ran around going, "Your user stories have to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Do what makes you happy. Whatever makes you happy, right?" Like, I mean, I think that the problem is. Not that people use the word value, but rather that I don't think people are talking about what it means. And I think I did not—not not a single person that I talked to could respond back really with a specific of what value means. Except I will give Alan Shalloway credit; he basically gave the lean answer for what value means. But most most people couldn't answer the question. So it's like, how are we going around like professing? Do things that uh, deliver value when we don't even know what that means. Well, I think happiness is a good place to start. I mean, you talked about,
1: like, I obviously can't go around and always say, like, do what makes you happy. But in the long run, like, not having a job might not make you happy. Like, if you c- keep that in the, the, the long sight. Well, it's not about making
0: you happy. It's about making your customer happy. Uh, Whoever it is that is a recipient of what you're doing.
1: I, d- I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, why do we, why do we work Right, I think. I think the end result of why people work in general is to make themselves happy. If we start whether to optimize whether, for our own
0: happiness, we're not going to build the things that delight our customers. Yeah, I think it if only, you're talking only about, if we shallowly make ourselves happy. No, right? but if you're talking about like developing a feature, or if you had a list of features and you're trying mm-hmm. to say like I want to do the one that's the most valuable, and that's the way people talk right. Let's do the feature that delivers the most valuable to value sure. to the customer. Yep, I don't think it really has anything to do with your.
2: You yeah, know, it's a good, it's good work, point. Whatever.
1: It's too high level to be able to prioritize one thing versus another.
2: Well, and I mean, I I think the the problem is I think you could say that it is your own happiness as well. The problem is, and I I mean, this is where I went back with Rahman was that I think that that is potentially non sustainable. Meaning, if what makes me happy is doing 3D video games, and I work for a social media company, and therefore I don't do any work except for 3D video games. I'm that's- probably either not going to be employed very long with said company, right. or the company is going to have all sorts of problems to the point where I'm not happy for other right. reasons. So- that's what I'm saying. That's that's short-sighted thinking
1: in terms of trying to do what makes you happy, right? Like I totally agree with you, but what I, I guess what I'm saying is like in the end result, you're still trying to make yourself happy. You're just taking the long view and saying like I can't do what makes me the happiest right now because in the long term I won't be.
2: So I don't I don't even know if it's that I mean I, th- I think if it, this goes back to if, it, if you're talking the Zen conversation, right? One of the things that you're saying is why would you wor- if, if if I really want to do 3D video game programming, right. why am I working for a social media company that's not allowing me to do 3D video game programming? Right? Okay. So so I think if I'm you know if you follow that line of if it doesn't line up to my value system, like why am I doing the work? Right? But- why am I not going and finding another another job that makes me happy and makes my customer or however, but the problem is it takes a level of actualization to have that be true for everyone. And I think that's what I was really asking is, okay, I'm okay with that definition, but not everybody is mentally there to make that. Mm-hmm. So what does the path to get there look like?
0: So we were talking about a shared vision. So for like putting your, maybe you think about it from a company's perspective, if uh, the organization has a shared vision, then we were thinking it might be easier for them to assign value to things based on what achieves that shared vision or what makes it gets them closer to that, which I think is more in line with the customer delight stuff uh, and probably further away from necessarily dollars. Uh, But we realize in some cases that maybe your shared vision is very like money-oriented, so Mm -hmm. that would be a reasonable way to value things.
1: Most people tend not to get, especially in larger companies, but even the smaller ones, I, I find that people don't really seem to get that motivated... Uh, based on visions around money to a point right, like nobody gets inspired by we are going to increase sales by twenty five percent
0: right, and I think that would be a bad like that would be a crappy shared vision right like you know but like if we were talking about the Red Cross, I think the Red Cross has efforts where Make, measuring money would make sense as far as like donations are concerned. Mm-hmm. So I think you could totally um, have some stuff to say, hey, if we if we implement these features, we could increase donations. But that's not your vision. I don't no, know. no, if your that's, vision that's is the like money a, thing, right? right? But they could also have stuff that would be surrounding, like how do we help other? Like we need to be better at helping other people. I mean that's like their core, right? right. I, I don't know what their mission or vision sure. statement is, but at the core, they help people. Yep. So there's things they could do to help people that are not have nothing to do necessarily with money. I mean, that's separate from the donation stuff. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and I mean, I I think some of it goes back to, you know, most companies don't have vision. They don't have vision as a company, and Mm -hmm. they certainly don't have vision at a product level. So if, you know, uh, Apple's vision um, for the iPhone was uh, to make $2 billion on their phone sales in two years, they probably would have not had any engineers at Apple really interested in working on their product. Instead, by saying we are going to transform how people think about mobile computing and we are going to transform how people interact with computers in a substantial way, I think they get a hell of a lot more buy-in, and by getting that buy-in, they probably have a product that sells a lot better, right. Right? but that is so rare in companies. I mean, we are in companies all the time where the product vision is either more customers this quarter, less churn this quarter, um, something similar. And I don't, and I'm not saying that those numbers are bad things to have, and that you shouldn't measure those things, and you shouldn't have targets for those things. But that is where the vision begins and ends. There is no vision of like we want to radically change whatever marketplace we're in. We want to, you know, be the the thing, the talk of of the town or whatever it is like there is nothing substantial so how when you get a story in right like how do you measure that measure that towards 25% increase in customers right like that gets a really difficult to aspire to that
0: well let's say that you had the. let's say that all you heard about was increasing customers and you had a bunch of stories that you thought could um, could achieve that goal and you could measure those that was your value you were saying this is more valuable because I think it'll get more customers that's all Mm I care about um, Like, it, are we just saying that value is kind of relative in that regard? And so that might work for a while, and it's okay if you call, um, you know, value whatever gets me more of X. You know, so maybe for some people that are very self-actualized, it's happiness. And for the people that all they can think about is getting more customers, it's just customers. And whatever does those things, whatever means to that end, I don't care. And that's those, what I'm calling value.
1: And those people are in the same organization?
0: No, I'm saying is that fair to just say that value? I mean that I think it goes back to like values whatever the hell you want it to be. Sure. You know. I don't think that really forwards the conversation. Though. I guess
1: I guess step 1 is you need to figure out what as a company you value and I think most people aren't doing that.
2: Well, I don't even think they're talking about it, right? In the sense of even if we said like it's to get more customers. We're implementing all sorts of crap features that have nothing to do with getting us more customers. It's somebody screaming real loud at you know customer mm-hmm. X or boss Y or UX person Z is saying I want this, and they're not tying it back to well, this gets us more customers. Right.
0: I think it's like to the detriment of as long as we're going to talk about value and the agile community, I don't know that it can really be this totally abstract concept that's kind of you know make it whatever you want it can be you know there's no concrete term or it doesn't matter what you call it like just value and like we're just back to the point of being able to just talk about value and make yourself sound important or smart like i don't think that's helpful at all
2: well it's because you don't care about quality (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so we
0: just have to wait long enough until the value thing gets boring, and then we can move on to the yeah, next one. yeah.
2: Something else will come up next. I mean, I think this is kind of ebbs and flows in this community. Whether it be that you know people are trying to sell you know their expertise, or whether it's that you know they're you know don't want to look stupid, whatever. Well, I, I think I think people don't like to say we don't have a good answer, right? And and I think that that's a scary thing to say. Is you know we're we're shooting this word out all over the place. Like We're experts in value, but when it really comes down to it, we really can't pin our fingers or put our thumbs on what value really means or be eloquent about how to say that to somebody. Maybe there are some people out there that are doing that, right? But Well, I, they're probably I'm not, not in the Agile
0: it. community, though. I mean, that's how right. everything in the Agile community works. The Correct. people that think they have the answer for something, and then it turns out that they're just scratching the surface of some other huge body of knowledge mm-hmm. that has existed forever, and then there's some expert over there that actually knows what they're talking about.
1: In the meantime, you have a handy tool for building credibility. Just mention you're increasing value and you're good.
0: Well, I think it's funny if you look at the value ad- or value stream. If you look at the hashtag, <laughs> the value up Twitter, to value stream. And, it, and you watch that, there's so much stuff that goes on in there where it's just total like spammy stuff where you can totally tell people are picking like certain keywords and they're using, they're talking about things in a certain way. And especially people that are talking about, um, you know, things like even, you know, value or whatever, they're picking some certain topic and they're, they're, acting so like it's already all figured out, which I feel like is at odds with kind of the way we talk about um, having an agile mindset where like the, you aren't necessarily going to settle on this is the definitive answer for doing this every single time, but that's the way
2: people talk about it. I've got the solution. Nothing could be better. Right. I mean, that, that doesn't make sense. We that's like to talk works. about learning loops, not actually use them. I guess
0: that's convenient.
1: Mm. So there's something wrong. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, Please come and talk to us on Facebook. We got some uh, feedback the other day, which was great, except for it was about something going wrong, which sucks. But it was awesome because we got to interact with one of our listeners. But we'd love for you guys to come and interact with us on Facebook, even when things are going well. So check that out at facebook.com slash agileweekly. Thank you.
0: Thanks. Is there something you'd like to hear in a future episode? Head over to slash podcast where you can suggest a topic or a guest. Looking for an easy way to stay up to date with the latest news, techniques, and events in the Agile community? Sign up today at agileweekly.com. It's the best Agile content delivered weekly for free. The Agile Weekly podcast is brought to you by Integrum Technologies and recorded at Gangplank Studios in Chandler, Arizona. For old episodes, check out integrumtech.com or subscribe on iTunes. Need help
1: with your Agile transition? Have a question and need to phone a friend? Try calling the Agile hotline. It's free. Call 866-244-8656.